0: ml nation episode 226
1: leaders pushed through fear right they push past it they get through it fear is just your ego it's there to protect you and that's okay you have to recognize it's there and then push it aside and say all right i need to move forward now
0: If if you want to be successful you just have to copy what mlm leaders do presented
1: by your host, Simon Chas. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners.
0: To be successful, you need coaching. Someone to help you overcome obstacles, give you a kick in the butt, consistent training, and the right support group. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MLMNationInsider.com. ML Nation! This is Simon Chan. And before we start, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. If you like ML Nation, you love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing trainings and stories, just like ML Nation. Go check them out at MLNation.net forward slash times. Again, it's MLNation.net forward slash times. And now here's today's iTunes review of the day. And this comes from Joe Boggis out in the usa it says follow the leaders and be successful we all need inspiring stories fresh ideas relevant information and steps to action way to make the show happen simon and it's from joe and dr pay um and husband and wives of this company so thank you joe and dr pay thank you for taking the for sharing on itunes uh, and this show has helped you in any way please take one or two minutes to subscribe rate, and review on iTunes. That's all we ask. And uh, not only just inspires me, but inspires other people and also helps the show uh, be found more e- easily on iTunes. So please do that. Take one or two minutes, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. And now let's go to today's show. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Julie Burke. Julie, are you ready to make it happen?
1: Absolutely. I am, Simon. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Super fired up.
0: Julie Berg retired from corporate America at 23 years old and then invested $750,000 into a multi-unit franchise, only to soon realize that she didn't own it. It owned her. Those stores created the most stressful eight years of her life. Then she eventually sold it to be a stay-at-home mom. Afterwards, Julie was shortly introduced to network marketing, and she immediately went all in. She was coachable, and then within a short amount of time, she created solid residual income while raising her two boys. One of the things that helped Julie was online marketing because it allowed her to expand her reach. Done the right way, MLM and online marketing can be the perfect marriage, and Julie provides tips and advice to distributors who want to leverage the internet. So Julie, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
1: Sure, absolutely. Well, thank you for that introduction. And yes, I did. I decided to walk away from corporate America, waking up day after day, doing doing the the daily grind. And um, I just sat there and I thought, is this going to be the next 40 years of my life? And if so, no, thank you. You know, personally, was I making a, a great income? Yes. But was it enough to keep me happy? No. I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. And so I walked away thinking that traditional business was the answer. And that's when I do- dove into franchising. And when you own a business, is you know you may or may not realize um it does it really does own you you have to be there it's your livelihood it's your baby nobody will take care of your business like you will so to you know for me to even go on vacation it was uh, oh my gosh it was it took a couple years until they were up and running for me to even take a couple days off um so then i saw that i had zero time freedom and that wasn't the answer and so Eight years later, I sold them. I started, you know, we started our family. And, you know, I was very happy to become a mother. I mean, it was exactly what I wanted to do, get my business up and running, sell and make a profit and be able to stay at home. And that's exactly what happened. But I found myself thinking, okay, the the the, the money that we created from the sale was Awesome at that time, but it wasn't going to be money that would last us forever. And even though my husband had um, an amazing income with his job, I still was looking for ways to drive income into our home. And I will tell you, I never heard of network marketing until I was introduced to a woman and she presented it to me and it just clicked, right? It just made so much sense. It was something that I didn't have any, you know, I didn't need experience. I didn't need a certain education. Um, All I really needed to do was, you know, try the products, have my own story and be able to share that. And, you know, the process is very simple once you just duplicate what you're taught. And oftentimes we go to work to overly complicate it, I think, because it is so simple, right? Um, and so for me, I caught the vision and I, I, I basically, I just ran with it. I was handed the roadmap and I asked questions along the way and I didn't let the learning process hold me up from earning the money, right? Which oftentimes people also allow that to happen. And so um that was it, it as my first rodeo and right out of the gates I I experienced success. I was very fortunate to be mentored by the number one income earners uh, you know within the company and um you know they taught me well. And that's what I like to do. I like to I'm turning around and I'm paying it forward and I'm teaching others um the skill set that is acquired to do network marketing because there is a skill set that goes, you know, along with us. And so um, so that's my story, Simon. <laughs>
0: okay. So what type, of fran- oh, what type of franchises did you have?
1: Uh, it was called Jimmy John's, uh, Sub so, so Fast So Freak. What, <laughs> I don't what, know if you've ever heard of
0: them. No, what are they? What, what, are they? what type of product? Sandwich. Sandwich oh, shops. I see, I see. I'm, so, I'm sure you're sick of the sandwiches after a while.
1: Awesome. Uh it took me a little while to get back there, but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I did. I thought they had a great product, uh, they had a great, you know, marketing plan set in place. I caught the vision there too because there was no franchises in our, you know, in our area at that time. And now you you can't even get into the Chicagoland area. It's also sold out. So I got in at the right time and um I ran with that as well. So uh, luckily, they were, you know, very successful.
0: So you've had uh, success right away, right off the bat, right? And you said you were lucky yes. to be mentored by top earners. Uh, what were some of the f- early lessons you learned immediately? Because most people, most of the listeners listening to it. They may not have the success you've had uh, at the beginning. So what were some of the key lessons that you could remember, that your top earners taught you, that you implemented immediately?
1: Um... You know, I think one of the greatest lessons that I have been taught is that not everybody is going to purchase, right? Not everybody is going to want what we have. Um, And all we need to do is listen more and stop talking. And when you listen within that conversation, people truly do tell you what they need or what they're looking for or what their problems are or what their pain is or what their struggle is and so all we're doing is solving problems right we're not necessarily i i wasn't necessarily looking to become a hardcore salesperson and that's why i always talk about that there's an art behind selling like you can i know a lot of people think that that four letter word can be an enemy sell a lot of people don't like that word but in the grand scheme of things, if you're going to be running a business, a profitable business, you need to sell something to someone, right? And I take it as we're providing solutions for people. And, you know, some people will want those solutions and some won't. And that's okay. You just keep going. You just keep moving forward. So I think the greatest lesson I was taught is to is to listen more and figure out where people need help, you know, what they need help with, and then turn around and provide it to them and then follow that roadmap to the next step and then the next step. Right. And, um, following up, that was another key thing. You know, oftentimes we let things go by the wayside. It's so important to follow up. You know, people, they tell, you know, oftentimes we'll, we'll tell ourselves a story and the story is often untrue. Right. Um, I don't want to bother them or they're not interested Um, you know, whatever it might be. And so, um, because I was taught all this stuff in the beginning, um, I think one of my greatest sayings that I live by, um, is some will, some won't, someone else is waiting right around the corner. So keep moving.
0: Hmm. Really good stuff. I think you basically listed out a lot of the common mistakes that most new distributors make.
1: Yeah. They're trying to sell.
0: Yeah. Um, what was an aha moment for you? Like, like a light bulb moment where, like, kind of things really took off. You had some success, and then right where after, maybe it could be a specific event that you can pinpoint or you bring up, but some aha moment. Then afterwards, your business really, really took off.
1: Um, I think it was in the beginning. I was really talking more about the product. And my aha moment came when I started actually talking about the opportunity side. And when I started talking about the opportunity side, because I was, I was shy, even though I came in for both the product and the opportunity, because you can't have one without the other. I mean, it's impossible. Um, I saw the vision. I saw this as being an opportunity to drive the income into my household. But then I also fell in love with the products. So when I actually started, or would I stopped shying away from talking about the opportunity, because I sat there and I said, why am I not talking about this? It was about, I would say maybe around month four or five around there. That's when my business really took off. All I did again was just insert that there was an opportunity here. There was a way to get the products paid for or the products for free or just start really having that conversation. Again, listening. If pe- you know, people are drowning in debt and you'd be amazed at what an extra $500 a month can do for a family. So I started asking that question. If I could show you a way to create an extra $500 a month or $1,000 a month, would you be open to that opportunity? And it's a simple yes or no. And again, you cannot have that emotional attachment. If they say no, at least I would leave it as, listen, I, I am hearing your struggles. If right now is not the right time, well then just know I'm not going anywhere and this is here. So let's just get you started on the products. Like, let, let, let's get it in your body. Let's see how it, you know, it's doing for you. And then maybe we can have a conversation in a couple of weeks. Right, so it's just you know, it's kind of like um, I was just going in with it, and if it wasn't the right time, it wasn't the right time. No big deal. So I would say that that right there, that's what took my business to it to the next level. Hmm.
0: And you said you started when we were talking the other day. You started this business when you had your first uh, first boy. Is that true?
1: Yes. Right. Yes. He was he was uh, sixteen months.
0: Sixteen months. Okay. So I, yeah. I've had uh, three uh, three boys, and I know 16 months is that age. It's, it's a lot of work. And so, how did you manage to build a business and be a stay at home mom for not just a kid, but for like a toddler, 16 months? How did you? Can you share some time management tips?
1: Oh, for sure. So basically, I I did. I worked my schedule around my son, and it's funny that you're mentioning that because I just created a, a mini course. that's going to be coming out. And it's called 60 Minutes to so Six Figure Empire where I literally break down my 60 minutes a day of what I did. And so, um, but realistically, I, when I started, I said, okay, I, I'm going to go to my friends and family in regards to seeing if they're open to trying the products. But if I really truly want to build this business, um, I need to really get out there. And I need to start talking to people and meeting people and building relationships because we're in the relationship building business, right? And so the way I actually found the woman that introduced me to my my company was through meetup.com. And Simon, I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of meetup. There's groups yeah. for everything. <laughs> um, so that's where I turned to. I turned to meetup. Since I found her on meetup.com, I turned to meetup. And I just... Um, I just started going, taking one hour a day or an hour and a half, whatever, to go to a meetup and, and start meeting people, building relationships, asking for referrals. You know, you gotta ask for referrals, right? Um, if it's not right for them, it could be right for somebody else. And so that's literally that right there is how I built my business. And then when my son went to bed at night, um, I did not watch TV. TV was not going to pay our bills. And so what I did is I started feeling myself. I started listening to podcasts, um, whether it was podcasts with my company. Um, we have a great training system. So I would listen to those podcasts or just, um, just feeding my brain to start understanding you know, network marketing as a whole, you know, I write GoPro by Eric worry and I've actually, um, been to, he, he has done seminars for our company and he's just incredible. Right. So learning from the masters, um, John Maxwell, Jack Canfield, I I've learned so much and I've invested so much in my training and I feel like through the process of building me, I've built my business. Hmm.
0: Definitely. Uh, how many meetups do you, uh, did you go on a weekly basis?
1: Weekly? <clears throat> Probably at least two, two to three.
0: Two meetups, okay. You know, yeah. I liked it, um, the way we were talking, uh, the, the way we talked the other day, that you said you've been very, very part-time. You've been a lot of other yes. things going on right now. But you still sponsor seven people in a month, right?
1: Uh, well, for my first eight months of business. Um, I sponsored it, it. I, it was between 12 and 15 people a month. Um, and it tapered off around eight or nine, but I always sponsored after that it, at least six or seven a month. I went to a six figure income within 12 months. And then, um, the second year I hit a multiple six figure and been multiple six figure. This is my fourth year. Is, um, I just got into my fourth year. That's, so
0: that's incredible. Um- so, where's your uh, constant lead source? Is it? I mean, mostly Meetup and online. What do you? What do you find? Social media. Social media. Okay. Any social media tips
1: you can share? Yes. So, um, I think the timing right now is just amazing in regards to the marriage between running your own home-based business and social media. Right. So, I'm gonna be you know, totally hot, we call it um, honest, open and transparent. When I got started, I never did, I, I did no call, cold calling. I did no direct mailings. I, I did not do any paid advertisement. I did not do any home parties ever, um, or I did not purchase leads. So here's the two ways I started. I built through the network marketing groups and building relationships. The second way was through Facebook In social media. I just, I I was very new to Facebook. I had about a hundred friends and two weeks into my journey with my company, I uh, posted some results I was seeing and I had 45 people asking what I was doing. And I went, Holy cow, there is definitely something to this Facebook thing. OK, and so I just from that point forward started building profi- my profile. And so in the beginning, we talk about, you know, the 80-20 world. Right. So 80 percent of the time you want to be showing more of your lifestyle. Um I I was I personally was taught never to say the name of my company because if you're going to blast your company all over Facebook, it's very easy for uh, that potential prospect to just go off and Google it on their own and maybe purchase it through another source, right? It never gave you the opportunity to be able to fully take that conversation into your hands, and control it right to the point of where you're able to get them on the phone and walk them through your products or your solutions or whatever it is that you're offering right and so i created a lot of curiosity i never i never said the company i was aligned with i showed more of a lifestyle um me with my boys um, or just, you know, just my boys or my are traveling. We like to go on a lot of vacations. Um, uh, then I would share some testimonies. Now, I'm with health and wellness, so I'm going to provide value in regards to nutrition and fitness. I'm very, very passionate about fitness. And so I'll show, you know, me at the gym. Again, just lifestyle photos. And then the other half of the time is where you want to sprinkle in some testimonials, of what people are experiencing, um, with your, your, whatever you're offering, whatever your solution is. Right. And that's, that's what I did. And it allowed people to reach out to me and private message me and say, Hey, I would like more information or, Hey, what do you do? And at that moment you want to pull it offline as fast as possible. And I feel like that's where a lot of people, you know, have that missed opportunity because what they'll do is they'll just, spam over like maybe a video or like here, here's the link to my website. Like, no, you want to pull it off so they can literally hear your, your voice and your passion and whatever you're offering. Cause they're going to buy you before they buy your product. Right. Yeah. And so you want to like, you want to build that relationship. I, I talk about this all the time. It's about cultivating the relationship, not just another dollar sign. If you treat it like that, you know, then, I don't know, you could be very lucky in growing your business, but most often at times I like to build that relationship with people and then take it to the next level. And then I will do the whole if I will you. And then, you know, if I send you a video, when can you watch it? Great. When can we follow up? Are you available tomorrow at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock or seven o'clock? I'll give a couple times that work in my schedule and then I let them pick. Right. So That's my social media advice to this day. I don't have my company splattered all over um, my Facebook page. I still have people reaching out to me and saying, you're so positive because I do. I keep it very positive. I don't go to social media. If I'm having a bad day, I don't blast it all over, right? People want positivity in their life. They have enough negative negative stuff happening around them, right? So I want to keep it to a place where, When people land on my page, they feel good. And now I'm doing Facebook Live and I'm offering up a lot of my trainings and tips and um, inspiration. So that seems to be definitely going in uh, a good direction as well.
0: Well, thank you for sharing those gold nuggets. You know, uh, I agree with you. I think one of the things that people screw up is once you create that curiosity, then... They're just spanning the setting video lengths, but you encourage people to go offline. And I think one important thing is when you go offline, you also get to not only can they hear your passion, but you get to hear them too, whether, you know, they're excited or not. You can see like, you know, cause some people, you know, they talk like zombies. Right, And you're like, oh, do I really want to work with this person? So then, <laughs> right, right. right. And, and you know, you sponsored, well, like 15, 7, 12, 15 people a month. You know, it's a sorting business. So you're not, you know, immediately on the first minute on the phone call, you can tell if that's a person you should be spending time with or you're moving on to the next.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, the coolest thing about what we get to do is we get to cherry pick who you want to partner with, period. Yeah. I tell people this all the time. You guys, like literally the greatest thing I could teach you is posture, you have to have posture within your business and, 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 you know, if, if I have someone not show up for a call, okay, strike one, right? If it happens again, strike two. But then there, it's like me just saying, listen, are you okay? Like, you know, it gets to that point of just saying, listen, if you don't want this, no big deal. Just let me know. And then strike three, boom, I'm taking you off my list. No problem. I, I could tell that you're not you're not serious about this. When you get serious about X, Y, and Z, you know I'm here. So it it, it really is that posture that you want to carry and treat it like you are building a million dollar business. And and you have to respect your time because, right? Time is money. Time away from my family. Time time is everything. Time is the 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 greatest commodity that you can give yourself. Um, so we're always looking for ways to be able to leverage our time, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's it. I think that, that that for me, that concept that we're truly running our own business. So, of course, if you treat it like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby. If you treat it like a real business, and it's going to treat you back like a real business and pay you like it, right? So. Yeah, you know, with the
0: positioning, uh, with the posture, it also positions you as successful as an expert because every successful person has very limited time, right? So, again, you you must respect your time, but also people respect you when you're in a hurry, when you have limited time. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, like, when you said that when you take it away from people, immediately people would, a lot of times, would become more interested because, like, you know, the whole... Feeling a misconception about network marketing. Everyone's no one's successful, everyone's needy, begging. And all of a sudden, wow, Julie doesn't want me. She's taking, she doesn't even want to talk to me about it anymore. Then, they're like, wow, she must be really successful. She must have lots of people to talk to. And then they become <laughs> curious. And so it's, I like the way you create it. And ML Nation, if you listeners out there, check out uh, Julie's Facebook profile because she does an excellent job in creating, uh, in uh, providing value and creating curiosity. I had to do a lot of digging before I found out what company she was. Uh, with. So, and that's what you want. You want people to dig, and most people are not going to dig as hard as I dug. Okay, like most people, like you just message, hey. So, what do you do? And that creates a conversation. So, thank yeah. you for sharing that, Judy. It's really, really good stuff. Um, moving on, I'm just I want to take another side of the story because the entrepreneur is like a roller coaster. It's up and downs. You shared a lot of good things going on, but what I want to know next is what was your worst moment in network marketing? That.
1: The worst, worst Um, moment
0: where most people have quit, but you didn't quit. And because of that, you are where you are today.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that um, a big lesson to be learned um, because we always want to help everybody. Right. But again, um, that's not always going to be the case. And so I would think I would say. I sometimes I would want it more than somebody else would for themselves, right? Like I see the opportunity for them and I learned that I cannot carry on others' weaknesses, right? I cannot carry on other people's drama and stories. And so and and I had to learn that I I had a lot of emotion involved in that. And I had to learn to just separate myself from that. And it realized that this is not for everybody. And so if people walked away, again, they walk away, I have to disassociate myself and say, Okay, well, I can only mentor those that are showing me that they want it. I mean, right match energy for energy. Um, and so my mentor told me this, uh, you can't push a wet noodle up a hill. And I, I I think that's the funniest thing, but it's so you can't motivate not motivators. Right. And so for me, I think, and this was like more towards the beginning. I I mean, now it's like, again, you know, through the years you, 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 you get stronger. Right. And then of course there's personal, personal development and you get stronger. Um, And every time you push yourself out of your comfort zone, you get stronger. Um, But in the beginning, it was more of taking on other people's emotions. And I had to stop. I had to stop that right away, right? And realize that there there has to be no emotional attachment. Hmm.
0: What would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing? Oh, man.
1: Um, Overcoming my fear of public speaking.
0: No. Okay. How did you do, how did
1: you do that? By doing it. Um, my, men, or my one of my sponsor, it was our, uh, one of my very first events, a couple months into the business. And she said, I need you to speak at this event. And I said, no, I have this tremendous fear. I have two fears. I have a fear of heights. <laughs> um, and I have a fear of, of public speaking. Right. And she said, Julie, you're amazing. And you people need to hear your story. They need to hear your voice. They they need to hear your inspiration and through life. And I'm not going to speak for everybody. I'm going to speak for myself. Um, You know, obviously I think I feel like things have stemmed from when we're, you know, our childhood, not saying my parents didn't support me. They supported me in any choice I made, but it was others around me. Um, I, maybe I wasn't the smart smartest person in school, right? I didn't go away to college. you know, straight out of high school, I got the nine to five job and I just wanted to start making money. I was just get, you know very ambitious. <clears throat> um, so I didn't go away to any, you know university. So I had to shelf a lot of those demons and what happened was her belief in me, like, I believe that I can create this business. I, I believed that. And I would look at people and say, okay, if they could do it, I can do it. Right? But it's easier to say that than to actually take action and do it. And so what happened was she spoke belief into me and she said, they need to hear your story. And so I did it. Um, and it was about 40 minutes and something just kind of took over. Mike, I I mean, I I know it sounds corny, but it just did. Something just took over my body when I was done. It was like almost like an out-of-body experience because I was so physically ill beforehand. (laughs) Um, So by the end of it, I said, oh my gosh, I said I didn't die. And I actually felt stronger, right?
0: Mm.
1: So little by little, she would say to me again, I need you to speak. I need you to train at this event. You're now going to train at the bigger events. So now here we are. I think I've been on stage, I don't know, I uh, about 25 times. And, you know, now I train often and I train on calls. And, you know, so now for me, it, it's like I still get a little nervous. Of course, you're always going to get like the butterflies and a little bit nervous. But, you know what, at the end of the day, what you, leaders push through fear, right? They push past it. They get through it. Fear is just... Your ego—it's there to protect you, and that's okay. You have to recognize it's there, and then push it aside and say, "All right, I need to move forward now." Um, and so, because that belief was poured into me, this is why I think it's so important to pour belief into others.
0: Hmm. You know, that's what the thing I love about network marketing. I think one of the things I love about it is uh, my one of my core beliefs that it allows us to tap into our unlimited potential. And like we're all born, like you mentioned, we're all born with this unlimited potential, but maybe it's because of the way you're brought up or you're raised. And it's not like your parents, have, like you said, have bad intentions, but could be programming, whatever environment. We often grow up thinking that we can't do a lot of things that we really can do. And uh-huh. so it was really inspiring for you to hear that, that your mentor basically just told you to do it. I'm sure you're nervous, but afterwards you found out, hey, it's not that bad.
1: Right, you know, right, right. Well, and then you know, you have people coming up to me. You know, afterwards, people are coming up to me and like, wow, I really resonated with your story, and that was very powerful, and thank you. And you know, that's Simon, that's it right there. At the end of the day, I have to remove myself from the situation because it's not about me, it's about that person. So if I can inspire another human being, That's what motivates me more than anything like the money. I mean, yeah, the money is great. The time is great, but, but it really is for me. What makes me most proud is to empower others and inspire them and to make a difference. And, um, I think for that has been some of my proudest moments is when I get off stage, um, to have people say, even cry, (laughs) right like wow you really struck me because i do some um mindset work as well when i i speak from stage and you know like i said something just comes over me and i i it's like fuel like i just when i stand up there it's like fire and i just project that off into the audience and i give them 110 percent of my energy want to know
0: the best places to find new prospects in a new city What places to advertise and find leads? As an MLM Nation Insider member, you can get How to Find Prospects in the New City course and all my other training courses for free. Normally, these courses sell for $47 on our website, but all MLM Nation Insider members have free access anytime. You definitely want to be an Insider member. Go take a dollar trial and check it out at www.mlmnationinsider.com. That's mlmnationinsider.com. Thank you for sharing. Very, very inspiring. Uh, As we go towards the end of the show, Julie, some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay. Sure. And one of them, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
1: Um. Oh gosh. Um. I think it it goes back to the one I told. Really, the one I told you in the beginning of the show was the "some will, some won't." Someone else is waiting right around the corner, so just keep moving. Hmm. I mean, every time. I had somebody say no. I, I, I would just say that saying, right? Or when we had our wall-kicking moments, because I'm gonna tell you right now, and if you're new, they are going to happen. If you're new to network marketing or MLM and you're going, you know, you're listening to this, it's going to happen. Um, there might be frustrations, it's going to happen. People are going to say no, right? But if you I just kept telling myself that some will and some won't. It's okay. Just keep going, right? Mm-hmm. And and so I would say right there, Simon, that's the saying for me at least. Um, that to, to just keep moving along. That's what inspired me to keep going.
0: And this, like you said, there's always someone waiting. But you never get, yeah. But you never get to that person if you worry about the ones who say no. You just have to move on fast.
1: No, because I'm going to tell you this. The people that said no kept watching. They silently were watching. Mm. And they came out of the woodwork and came back into my life through Facebook. Mm. And I think oftentimes they want to see like, oh, is she going to stick with it? And um, okay, that was one great testimony. But then when they're seeing like another testimony, and another testimony, <laughs> and you know, then, they're, you know, so no, doesn't mean no forever. It just means right now is not the right time for them. And yeah. that's okay. You have to be okay with that. Um, and just know that there's others sitting in quiet desperation that need help.
0: I like what you said, people who say no kept on watching because it's so true. And sooner or later, like there's never a bad prospect, just the wrong time for the right prospect.
1: So uh, exactly. good,
0: good stuff. Uh, next question: What is one habit that's helped you become successful?
1: Following up. Uh, Follow up with people. Um, I'm going to tell you that have I been maybe that good that I've been able to get them enrolled on the first call? Yes. Does that happen often? No. Um, so you have to you have to set up a a, a system right stay organized um i i do have uh, an activity tracker and 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 so it helps to write down you know the person's name their phone number their email um when you contacted them how you met them the notes of where you last left off the conversation And, you know, are you at follow up one, two, three, like how many times? Cause most often, believe it or not, it is right. Like the fifth, sixth, seventh. I mean, even could be the eighth time you reach out. I, I, unless people say no, like Julie, no, this is not for me. I am still following up with them. I'm still reaching out to them. And it's, it's not daily. Like it could be um okay, the first call, then do a 24 hour um and then a couple of days later. And then and then it's like, you know, just saying, "Hey, man, are like are you okay?" You know, I just I know we're talking about this. If it's not for you, no big deal. Take the pressure off. But you have to keep following up because here's the thing. You are not their first priority. You're like priority number 10. Right? Life happens. Um, you know, Johnny gets sick, they have to take the dog to the vet, the tire blows on their car, you know, whatever it is. And I'm going to go back to, we, we want to tell ourselves this story like, oh man, they don't, they're not interested. They don't want what I have. And then we just let it go away Hmm. and you don't want to let it just go away until they come back and say no or, or yes, right? Um, so that's how often you fall. I and mean, you could even a good one is saying, Hey, um, hey, Sue, listen, I know you were super excited a couple weeks ago when we discussed um the products or or whatever it is again that you're selling. Um, you know, I know you were super excited about it. I know you mentioned that you wanted um X, Y, and Z. You know, say whatever their goals were. Listen, I I, I don't want to keep reaching out if this is not for you. So, if it's not, just let me know. I'm totally cool with it. But I understand that life gets busy. Life gets busy. So, uh, I just wanted to touch base. You know, recognize that life gets busy, and take the pressure off by saying, "Listen, if it's not for you, it's totally cool. Just let me know." Or else, you know, I'll try you again in a couple days. (laughs) When you say that, (laughs) then you'll get a message back, right? Or you'll get a phone call back. Um, Because they don't want to keep being, they don't want to, they they don't want you to keep calling. When you say something like that, they they most likely will get back in touch with you and say, yes, it's for me or no, it's not. So following up is key. Yeah.
0: I like it. Uh, Life gets busy. I'll touch base with you in a few days. So easy to say, but really relieves the burden. Right. Really good.
1: Right. I mean, follow up is, I always say following up is the cha-ching to your business. So you got to make it a habit. You have to make it a habit and don't let it go.
0: What's the best piece of advice you ever received?
1: You know, there's all the ones that I've heard. I would say, you know, don't have the emotional attachment because that was a big one because I... I mean, that's when I heard that and that was explained to me, um, that's really when I started disconnecting myself from the outcome. Hmm. I would say that that's probably it right there. You have to, you must, because this is where people often go and they quit because they're being told no, 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 no. Right. Um, and every time we're told no, I feel like it's chipping away. At our confidence a little bit more and a little bit more, but this is where you really want to lean on, um, your upline or your mentor or listening to, you know, the motivational, um, podcasts or really feeding yourself good things because, and that's one of the, I love the book, uh, go for no, right. Um, it was, it made so much sense to me when I read that, but, um, it could chip away at us. And so you want to make sure that you really understand, like keep learning the skill sets, but in the meantime, realize that you have to disassociate yourself from that outcome and just keep moving forward.
0: What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? Uh, So say uh, I'm a qualified videos, right? You send videos right Mm -hmm. away. Um, Do you have a favorite online resource or app that um, you could recommend? An online resource, like a Dropbox hmm. or Evernote or favorite app on your
1: phone that you could recommend. I don't. Um, I have an app on my phone for my my company, and I usually um, I, I I really I'm going to tell you I'll send a video, um, and we have pretty short videos involved with my company. But the main thing um, is really the either the belly to belly or or just a phone call. You know, I'm going to go back old school. There is nothing There is nothing that replaces your voice. Um, but for me personally, I will send either an article, like a success article, whatever, around their goals, or um, or a video. But there's nothing that I specifically use in a, like an Evernote or a Dropbox.
0: Uh, what's one book you could recommend to ML Nation?
1: The Big Leap right. by Gay Hendricks. I absolutely love that book.
0: And ML Nation, I know you love audio because you're listening to the show. So if you haven't read it, you can get amazing free audio book at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. Now, Julie, here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? Sure. Here's the (laughs) million-dollar question here. If you had to start all over again and you knew no one, so you didn't even know your husband, you did not know your two boys. You're kinda of like an alien that went to another planet. You're no one but they spoke English. And you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom and experience. What's the first thing you do to find prospects or the first place you go to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch?
1: Online. Do they have an online?
0: Yes, they do have online.
1: So where Online? Where, where
0: online would you
1: go? Oh social media. I mean, I can't stress enough how much that is done for my business. I, I mean, that is probably built 80% of my business because you're talking about a busy mom and you can tap into a global audience. And that's where I started my um, online business just a couple of months ago because I thought, what a perfect marriage, you know, uh, a network marketing profession that's not going anywhere. And then the internet, which is not going anywhere. And, and I see people doing it wrong and I want to help them do it right. And so, um, the million dollar question, I mean, that's my answer. It would be social media because it's a way to tap into, uh, more people and have more people's eyeballs on what you have, but you there is a way to go about it. Right. Um, as we discussed earlier. And so, um, I would say that, and then, you know, just, Really just talking to people, you know, you have to figure out what's your drive, what drives you. And if you're not passionate about what you're currently offering, then you might want to rethink it. Okay. Because I'm going to give you the four P's right now. We talk about the four P's in my business and that's purpose, passion, positivity, and persistence. You have to have the four P's. And if you don't have passion about what you're offering people, um, you just, you might want to reevaluate. Right. And so when I go out there, I'm passionate, right. I'm like, what is it? You know, ignorance on fire for real. And I'm offering what I have again, just inserting solutions. I could do it in five seconds of listening to somebody. That's how quick I'll get somebody's information. Right. Because that's how quick we want to move. And so, um, I'm, so yeah, to answer your question, Simon, social media. Awesome.
0: Any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can learn more about you, what you're doing, Julie, and contact you?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, So you can connect with me. My website is createsuccesswithjulie.com. Again, createsuccesswithjulie.com. Um, I have my, you know, my blog there. So grab your, your daily tips and uh, my freebie or just right on Facebook, uh, you know, drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions. Um, obviously Julie Burke, it's a pretty easy name. <laughs> um, and my fan page as well. You could connect with me there. Um, words of advice is this, listen, um, oftentimes we're our own worst enemy, right? We are the ones that get in our own way. So when you step out of your own way, that's when success will happen. Okay. Um, Realize that there's no such thing as failure. Learn, learn from, you know, mistakes that you possibly make and just keep moving forward. Um, I, I, you know, I know some people say fail forward. I don't really look at any life lessons as failing, but just as a way to possibly um learn from it and just keep going um and listen you just know you can do this you have to believe in yourself that's the number one thing you you must believe in yourself and i will tell you if a busy stay at home mom running like mad style can do it in the pockets of my life Anyone could do this. I had no prior experience. So I know in my heart that anybody can build this business. You just, you have to believe and trust in the process and be patient with it.
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you'd be hanging out with Julie Burke. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Julie. It's a very simple J-U-L-I-E at the search bar and the show notes. Julie's contact information uh, or her so Facebook profile we talked about that you should be checking out or her nuggets of wisdom will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Julie, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Julie, and God bless you.
1: Thank you, Simon. You're amazing, and thank you for what you do as well.
0: Want to know how to prospect more confidently and speak with influence? As an ML Nation Insider member, you get my Speak to Influence course along with 17 other training courses for free. These courses are normally $47, but if you're a dollar trial, you get all of them for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLMNationInsider.com. Again, that's MLMNationInsider.com. Hey, MLM Nation, a great show, awesome training from Julie Burke. Make sure you reach out to her, Julie. Uh, go to MLNation.net. Uh, look for Julie J U L I E, and for those who want to talk about social media, how the way to do it—just look at what she does. She provides value uh, when her testimonials—they're not like commercials. Okay, that's the way you do it. Just check her out. Go to mlnation.net I'll uh, search for Julie, and her links will be right there. You know, a lot of lessons here. Uh, I guess I'll start from the, uh, the end. You talk about the four Ps. You got to have purpose, passion, positivity, and persistence. And it starts with your purpose. I always share about this. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you doing network marketing? Why are you listening to the show? Right? It's your purpose, and I believe we all have a big purpose. My purpose is to have a positive impact in as many lives as possible. I felt God told me that purpose after I read "Purpose Driven Life" in 2003. And actually, when I was debating different businesses, I chose network marketing because this business is about helping people, guys. Right? So fulfill my purpose. So, what is your purpose? And if you're doing network marketing, probably not going to be a you know lifer or you want, you probably, and there's nothing wrong being a lifer. Maybe you want to do this for a long, long time, but you maybe have other things you want to do and how, and that's maybe your ultimate calling. So how is network marketing to be a vehicle to help you achieve that? And when you have your purpose, you think long-term, you get, you have your passion, then you become positive and you have that persistence. Okay. Couple of lessons. Let's start. Um, let's go back to the start of the show. She talked about the lessons, mistakes that most distributors make. But she was lucky; she didn't make them. She had a top leader, top one, of the top earners to start mentoring her and just taught her that not everyone's going to purchase. You know that's actually one of the deadly mistakes people make when they're prospecting your list. Realize that most of the people you talk to are not. And she talked about her favorite quote is: "Some will, some won't. Someone is waiting." And you got to focus on the people who are waiting. There's tons of people out there. You know, when I went to my first convention, I saw 10,000 people. I was like, oh my goodness, where did they get these people? I couldn't even get my neighbors and then my friends. right? And there's like 10,000 people there. Because they're out there. Like the next Julie Burke was a stay-at-home mom. They're out there. But you can't get them if you're wasting time with them okay another lesson was listen more and stop talking that's so true the more you talk the more you lose because you sound like a salesperson learn to use tools and she said follow-up i love her follow-up that's one of the strengths she says if if you can use the script that she gave you if you have a prospect that hasn't gotten back to you just send let them know yeah i know left gets busy something happened in a way you know do what you need to do i'll just touch base a few days later and normally those people reply reply back. The reason they're not replying back is because they feel guilty, right? They got other stuff. And because she said, you are not their top priority. Like if you talk to a prospect, you just, you could be anyone, your close friend or like a stranger. You think, oh, they're your top priority because, oh, that's a prospect. Oh, I need to get them in. But they have got, I mean, a hundred other things on their mind. They're not thinking about you. So, life happens. So, them. I love the text, you know, the message she shares. Life gets busy. I know life gets busy. Think you got things going on. Don't worry about it. I'll touch base with you in a few days. Right? And most of the time, people will reply back. They'll apologize or they say something. The whole goal is to keep that relationship going. Um, in terms of how she built, I mean, I love it, her persistence. Like She responds to six, seven people uh, using Meetup, um, you know, that's how she met her sponsor, using meetups, providing value, asking for referrals, and using social media. You know, a couple of things about social media, never talk about a company, instead create curiosity. Right? And when someone is curious, then you take it offline. Because why? Not just because offline, they can hear your passion. All of a sudden, you become an online name to a person. You hear your voice, they hear your accent, they hear your excitement, they hear maybe how slow you talk or how fast you talk. And then you get to cultivate the relationship. And also, you can tell, like I shared on the show, you can tell whether they're good or not. If you have someone that, "Hi, my name is Simon. It's nice to meet you." Hi, Um, yeah, I mean, you know, would that be someone you work? Would that be someone you'd be excited to work with? You know, move on next, right? Because some will, some won't. Someone is waiting. So you talk about postures. You got to get. Oh, we get to choose who we work with, right? We get to choose, and you can take it away from people. Because you must respect your time. If you don't respect your time, people are not going to respect you. Could think of every successful person, from, you know, the top leader in your company to the CEO of your job to the President of the United States. You know, they they don't have much, much time, right? They respect their time. It's very hard to get a minute. So the scarcer, the less time you have, you position yourself as, as successful. And you're not needy. Posture, wow. And also, uh, you know, you need, they need you, but you don't need them, right, and the more you push people away, the more they create curiosity, so really good stuff, i can go on and on, really good stuff from Julie Burke, very inspiring, first time in MLM and making it happen, cracking it out, stay-at-home mom too, definitely reach out to her, and MLM Nation, if you love these shows, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, really appreciate it, Um, not just it motivates my team, but also let you know, I want to know how the show has helped you. So take a minute or two, as you can tell from the second season, these shows are a little bit different from the first, we've added a couple of new things, the questions varies a little bit, so I want to know what helpful, that helps me, and also it helps other people find the show, uh, we're all in the same, like 100 million distributors, we're all in the same community here. So that's it, I'm fired up, thank you Julie Burke for mom, two, you know, two boys making it happen, and she did it when she was at a 16 month uh, kid too, which is not easy. I'm telling, telling you, my, my boy is like a couple months old now. Definitely, definitely not easy. She's making it happen. So reach out to her. Thank you for listening, to MLM Nation. And remember, we're in the business to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.
1: Thank you so much for joining
0: us today on MLM Nation.